0: Welcome to the Dag Heward-Mills podcast. Dag Heward-Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega-church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now, listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: Types of people who come to church. And I want us to start by turning to Matthew chapter 13, and we are going to read from verse number 24. Matthew chapter 13, verse number 24. Matthew chapter 13 verse 24 he presented another parable to them saying the kingdom of heaven is may be compared have you found Matthew 13 alright verse 24 the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field but while men were sleeping his enemy came and sowed tares also among the wheat and went away but when the wheat sprang up and bore grain then the tares became evident also and the slaves of the landowner came and said to him sir did you not sow good seed in your field how then does it have tears and then he said to them an enemy has done this and the slaves said to him do you want us then to go and gather them up but he said in verse 29 of Matthew chapter 13 verse 29 in case you are lost but he said no lest while you are waiting while you are gathering up the tares you may root up the wheat with them or allow both to grow until the harvest and in the time of the harvest I will say to the reapers first gather up the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them up but gather the wheat into my burn amen now Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here to speak to us. We pray for the spirit of revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of you. Amen. Amen. Now, um, last week, uh, Sunday evening, we had a special service and I uh, shared with you as a sort of beginning of year message for those of you who came that uh, this year is a year of wisdom. Amen. Amen. Now, many of you were not here, but um, many of you were also here. Uh, a year of wisdom is, wisdom is the way you think, alright, how you see things, and how your mind works. Now, this year, I want us to ask God for wisdom throughout the year. Every time you close your eyes to pray, pray for wisdom. Can we make an agreement to do that? Huh? Pray for wisdom. You know, Solomon was nobody. He was just a young boy, right? He he came into Uh, power or he came onto the throne after the reign of um, what's his name King David now King David was one of the most successful kings you get it so it's not easy to step into a position when somebody has been there before you and has done very well you get it it's also not easy to step into the shoes when they've not done well both are not easy in fact it's not easy to step into anybody's shoes i mean it is not easy if if it's not easy if somebody's uh, husband dies and you 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 replace the husband or you somebody's wife dies and you become the next it's not an easy job can you imagine you'll be compared to the other one all the time you get it so anyway so solomon had a very very difficult task because by the way the star of david you see is still the symbol of the nation of Israel they have had they had several kings the Bible has two chapters for the kings of Israel first and second Kings all the kings who ever ruled but David was outstanding David was different so David has the whole of first and second Samuel virtually dedicated to him he, he, he begins to appear from around chapter 16 or so in in Samuel and he begins to arrive uh, come on the scene there Or maybe a little earlier 1516 all right and um, you find out that uh, uh, his presence and his reign was so significant it, it marked the beginning of a of a certain permanent relationship you know that Israel had with God he was an outstanding king he was an extraordinary person he was a warrior he was a brave man he had leadership qualities David was was a man after God's own heart So to come and now be the king after David has finished. The Bible says when David was dying, you read, he says he went, he died full of age, full of riches, and full of honor. How many would like to die with these three things? You know, many people die when they are poor. How many want to die when you are a coffee broke man? You must believe God that when you are dying, you have a lot of money. Hallelujah. Alright. So, Solomon prayed for one thing. And he prayed for wisdom. He asked the Lord for wisdom. Amen. And God said, because you've asked me for wisdom, I'm going to give you all the other things you didn't ask for. But the wisdom that he received made him one of the wisest men who ever lived. And you have the book of Proverbs and Songs of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, to show the sort of wisdom that king solomon had so if you are here today and you want to become fantastically rich how many want to be fantastically rich receive it in jesus name all right then one of the things you must do this year is to pray for wisdom do you understand what i'm saying pray for wisdom i am telling you to pray for wisdom i am your pastor god gave me to you to serve you with the word of god And I'm telling you to pray for wisdom every day. For wisdom and revelation. Revelation means things are revealed and shown to you. Because many of us are struggling in our businesses and are not doing well in life. And we think the cause is something other than the real cause. But when we have wisdom, we will know what is really fighting us. And what we really ought to do. Secondly Daniel was a refugee who had been arrested by the government of his day, castrated and was now a permanent refugee and a eunuch to bath queens and other people who don't need strong people around. Now this was Daniel's situation with others and by means of this same thing called wisdom the bible says that daniel became the prime minister of nebuchadnezzar nebuchadnezzar commented on daniel's wisdom and said how can we find somebody who has such wisdom of the gods we must have such a person and he became the prime minister and not only that He continued, the subsequent governments still continue to make him national security advisor and national economic advisor and chief of staff and so on. So if you look under the reign of Belshazzar, he he was still a prime minister, depending on what you call it, prime minister, uh, uh, presidential advisor, um, chief of staff, any of the names that you hear being banded around. All right, he was one. And then under the reign of a third government, Darius he was still somebody in the government there were three presidents uh, three prime ministers and Daniel was over the three and then comes the king so he was in a very key position through each and how did he get there the answer is in the bible wisdom it was the wisdom that he had that made Nebuchadnezzar take take him and move him from a refugee to become a prime minister i see you becoming the kind of prime minister And the kind of person that God wants you to become. Amen. Another person is Joseph. Arrested. Accused. Condemned. In prison. And from the prison, he rose up. And became the president. Or the prime minister. Or the vice president of the largest, greatest country of the day. Like United States. It's like becoming the vice president of the United States. And if you read the book of Genesis when Joseph was being taken out of prison, you once again hear this word wisdom. When Pharaoh said, where can we find somebody as wise as Joseph? Because Joseph said, you're going to have seven lean years. In other words, not every time is going to be good. There's going to be some bad times. So now that is a good time, take one-fifth of all your harvest and store it in this place. And then when the seven years of uh, good times end and the bad times come, you will have one-fifth of all these seven years, that is 20% of all your previous income will be set aside. I mean, this is, this is what we call economic policies. This is like adopting the dollar or the euro as your currency. And so he said, why can we get such a wise person? And straight away, he was taken out from being a prisoner, being an accused man, to a position where he was higher than the person who used to employ him. How many would like to be higher than the person who used to employ you? (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I see the people in my office waving. (laughs) I don't know what it means. (laughs) I don't know whether they are trying to overthrow me. (laughs) Hallelujah. So the point I'm trying to make is that we must make this year a year of wisdom. Now, what is wisdom? Wisdom is I'm still talking about membership and commitment, but this is a preamble to it because I'm going to show you that it's wise to be a member of a church and to be committed. It's very wise. It's wise people who become committed and who become members and not just visitors. Amen. Um I was telling you what wisdom is. Wisdom is the way you think. You see you go to the exam room and you see dy dx is equal to 2y over 4 plus 3 times cos 90 over sin 90 tan 84 divided by square root of 2,403.668. Calculate. Now, Immediately, some people become confused. Some people even begin to wee-wee in their, uh, 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 what do you call it, when they see the exam questions. Others begin to smile. And then others look at the thing and say, you, you cannot frighten me. I'll take this part and do this, this part and do this, this part and do this, and I'm going to get the answer. And then they go through it. So, you realize that everybody's mind is working differently. Depending on what how how his mind works now I want our minds to work with superior wisdom from God so that as we face life as we we face challenges somebody told me yesterday uh, that the price of petrol is going to be increased to 16,000 CDs I said I I don't believe it 16,000 CDs for one gallon that means when you buy three gallons, you have spent 50,000 CDs I pray that it will not be so anyway. But anyway, whatever is coming, you get it? We, We are going to have the way our minds will work and the sort of decisions we will take will make the difference between the survivors and those who don't make it. Are you listening to me? Now, if you turn with me to Proverbs chapter 24, I'm going to show you an example of the way Solomon's mind worked. When certain things came to him. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse number 30. Can you find Proverbs? This is the man who prayed for wisdom, okay? Have you found it? Okay, have you found verse 30? Huh? Now, notice this is a very wise man walking on the road. And notice what he says. When he came home, he even wrote down what he saw and what he thought. He said, I passed by the field of the sluggard and by the vineyard of the man lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles, its surface was covered with nettles and its stone wall was broken down and when I saw it I reflected upon it, I looked and I received instruction the King James says I considered it, is that not so then he goes on in verse 33 to say what he thought, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and then your poverty will come as a robber and your want like an armed man. Now, in this scripture, look at me because what I'm trying to share with you is not what you think it is. In this scripture, you see a man walking by a field, and he sees the field is overgrown. The walls was the walls broken. I didn't even read it. Was the wall broken? Oh, so this is not the first time it's stonewall was broken down okay okay stonewall was broken down surface was covered with thorns etc now when he passed by that uh, field he began to think and listen to how his thoughts went please I'm saying this is wisdom and I'm saying that when you begin when you receive this wisdom I'm talking about you too will begin to have certain thoughts coming to your mind you begin to think like like that. Sometimes when you speak, people will wonder, are you a philosopher? When he passed by the world, he began to think that, ah, a little sleep, a little rest, a little slumber, and then poverty comes in such a way that you can't get rid of it. An armed man, you can't easily get rid of an armed man because he's armed. And a traveler, you can't sack him because it's unkind to send somebody who has traveled all the way from uh, Mali he's come to your house in the evening you're sending him where he has to stay right. you better find somewhere for him to stay he can't go anywhere you are the only one he knows in Accra so when the Bible says that your want and your poverty comes like a traveling man it's saying that it comes in a way you can't get rid of now I want to say something that straight away Solomon began to think in a certain way his mind went and he began to think in a certain way and began to reason a certain way and analyze situations in a certain way many of us would have passed by that world not even a thought would have occurred to us not even a thought you see the thorns nothing occurs to you just pass by but this time this time things are going to begin to occur to you because you are no more without wisdom but wisdom is going to be in your mind when you see some of you even you see you see the church and you see me pastoring the church and preaching and teaching god is going to begin to give you wisdom even for your own business because if you were to take this as a business we started with five people and today it's operating in 25 different countries with thousands and thousands of people belonging to it and lots of uh, properties and things and you think projects that we are involved if you take it as a business then it's a successful business only that our currency is souls you get it if you look there are people who look at, at the I remember one businessman, he bought my book on loyalty and said, loyalty. And when he read it, he bought the book for all his employees. I've had more than one businessman buying that book which is for church. Because I don't mention anything about business. It's my new book on loyalty that I've mentioned something me about business in it. But this old one has no mention on, of business in it. But he bought it because he realized that it could be related to business. Because you see, if you don't have loyalty, you can never expand your shop. You have to be there yourself. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I am saying that God wants your mind to work in a certain way. Just coming to church. Sometimes it's not even the message that is being preached, but sometimes coming, a thought will occur. Okay. I remember when I went to Cape Coast University. We're having a program there. And as I stood in the place, I said to myself that, in fact, when a, a building is not built in a nice way, it affects even the way you think. And it affects even the people that are there. And it affects even your interest in the place. Because as I stood in Cape Coast University, I said, ah, what place is this that is not nice? Because when you see the way they, they, you can see they've adjusted some halls, they've joined some halls together, and they've done something. I mean, you realize that thing was not designed, if you compare it with Legon, which is the best uh, uh, university. And then you compare it with UST, which is the second best. You get it. All, both of these have some kind of design. But when I was standing in Cape Coast University in the middle of their, uh, what, is they, what do they call that place? Where we have the program. What was the dining hall? That, the dining hall, or Oguan Hall. And you know, I thought to myself, so because it occurred to me. And then I began to think, I said, if I'm ever building a church, eh, no matter what it costs, I must make sure that the church is nice. That so at least it looks nice and it feels good. Like, like where we are now amen because you see you, if you compare where we are to just immediately outside you realize that there's a difference how many realize when you come inside it's like you are in a different world yeah and 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 you spend money on it and you realize that it's worth it at the end of the day to have a nice thing next week or next two weeks i'm taking all of you from the third service across the road to inspect our hostel i want you to inspect it before the students come and occupy it. because i want you to see when you are giving offerings what your money is being used for how many will go with me after the service? We just go and then you go home. Amen. And, and you see, and, and you realize, I took somebody into the bathroom. And said, These are the same tiles I have in my bathroom at home. I said, well, we, we don't want the bathroom of the Bible school to be uh, uh, touch me not uh, bathroom. Don't touch me bathroom. We want to do the best. So certain things will begin to occur and God will give you ideas to succeed, ideas for improvement. Honestly, just I I always remember as I stood there and I said, wow, do you know that London is one of the, uh, one of the highest income earnings for London is uh, tourism. And do you know what people come to see? (laughs) They just come to see their parliament house and attached to Parliament House is the a tower which has their big watch, Big Ben. And then they see um, Buckingham Palace and Trafalgar Square and, and Downing Street. You know, I've been going to London, I never not really took note of all these places. And so, when, they, when I heard that tourism is one of the highest uh, uh, earners for, 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 for the city of London, I was surprised. See, people come to see buildings. As I realized that. Because as I, if you are just, what are you coming to see? What is there? But people just come to see. We have seen, I'm, I'm standing here. This is Buckingham Palace, where Queen Elizabeth lives. That's all. I've seen it. That's all. Take a picture. So I thought occurs to me. I said, ah, people would like to come to a place which is nice and where they can take a picture and say that I've been there. You should have seen our car park with the flagpoles and our wall. It was heavy we had it for a few days and then we're there in the night and then something happened but i'm just trying to say that god wants to help you so that this year your thoughts will go in the right way and not in the wrong way when the prodigal son was going out of his house his uncles and aunties talked to him and said what are you doing where are you going and the boy said i'm going out i'm going to make a future for myself and his uncles and aunties and his father talked to him and said, that, look, you are making a mistake. It's better to stay at home and be under your father's But the, the boy talked, And then look, the guy, they told him, look, you will be very careful. He said, I don't care. And somebody told him, you will care. But you see, the way his mind was working was the wrong way. And it led him all the way out. Then when he was with the pigs and he was eating, then his mind began to work in the right way. That even my father's servants, they eat better food than I am eating here with these pigs. Let me go and and ask for employment. It's better. Then he said, I will arise and I will go back and I will be humble. And I will say, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. His mind began to work right after a long time. God is going to make your mind work properly this year. Some of you employ people. Every time you're advising them. You know, Ghana, if you watch the news, we have three things. Seminars, workshops, and then advice. The district chief executive called on the citizens of uh, so-and-so to do this. The president called on this and advised all so-and-so to do. In England or abroad, they, they don't advise anybody. They just have laws. When you break the law, you are arrested, you are dealt with. But we are always giving advice. And I was watching the news and I said, "Ah, why are we always giving advice? And why is the advice always never being taken? Because people don't respond to advice. People respond to laws that work. That's why our country doesn't work as it could work. So perhaps God will give you wisdom and say, yes, you may have to get rid of this person who works in your office and stop giving advice. Or he may show you that, yeah, that person is not loyal to you. Sort him out. Or he may tell you, you've got to Be educated. Maybe as you look at me preaching, you realize that, you know, education is not a bad thing, no matter what you want to do. If you're a young person, you're sitting here, and you you say, I don't want to go to school again. I want to do it. As you look at me, you say, I'm a pastor, I'm preaching. Has my education harmed me? My education has not harmed me. It's a good thing. It's advisable to be educated. So if you're a young person and you can be educated, go to school. Send your girl child to school. So this year, your mind is going to work in the right way. And because of that, you are going to be rich like solomon you are going to be promoted like daniel you are going to be lifted up like joseph and you it will come to pass in your life because your mind will begin to work with wisdom in jesus name amen the wisdom to have peace is what a a lot of people don't know do you know that when you don't go to war you gain more than when you go to war sometimes i wonder why the people fight over the land that is why even with this car park at a point i gave the land i said take it I, I, sh- I showed them a mark here. I've, I walked on the land and I divided. I said, Look, from here to here, take. Then they didn't want. Then I said, Okay, from here to here, just, we'll just pack. And then the last one, I said, Look, take the whole pack. We'll build our war here. Have it. It's better to have peace than to have this pack with all the problems. Is it not better at a point? Yeah. Yeah. But still, they couldn't take it because, see, they've signed. They know. The big people know. I, and then I offered them the building, have it. That one too, they said they they can't take it. I said they take the hostel too. That one too, they couldn't take it. Because at the point, they shouldn't fight. At the point, you say take it. Because you gain more sometimes by not fighting than by fighting. Fighting with your husband, fighting with your wife, you are all unhappy in the house. I have found that it is far better to be at peace with my wife than to have a quarrel with my wife. Hundred million, I prefer it. I'll vote for that any day. So I, would, I would i would avoid sometimes i see some things which can bring problems but i say hey i know this thing where to yeah, i just go another way. i, say, I, I don't want, i don't even want my points to be known i am not interested because i, I don't i don't want any i uh, it's okay i'll just flow another direction so that this we, I, I prefer peace any day give me peace give me happiness give me joy how many think that is it's is, is a good idea yeah so let your mind begin to think in the right way when your mind thinks in the right way, you will really become a prosperous person. Some of you have been doing business for a long time. Some of you ought to get a job. Because when you calculate and calculate and calculate, you should, you should just get a job. Go to work in the morning, come home in the evening, you have a job, and you earn some money. It may be far better than this thing that you are selling. That to now When you like, analyze the thing, Major, analyze it and you realize that all these things that you have been selling, you may not amount to much. Major doesn't sell anything, so... But God is going to give you analysis, wisdom. He's going to help you to take decisions. When I heard somebody on a plane saying that, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are and why don't we, talk? like the euro or the dollar? I'm very surprised if they did. But if they did, I would say, I'm beginning, 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 real decisions. Because you can see, our oh, currency is, use, use, use. I read in the newspaper, El Salvador have adopted the dollar. Chile have adopted the dollar as a, they say every, every currency is one is to one to, do, to the dollar. And countries are adopting stable currencies. But whether an African country can be because we are our sovereignty, it's our city, we have persuasive. And it becomes more and more and more. But perhaps wisdom will come. If you realize that, look, sinning and fornicating and fornicating with going around with different men, it's not helping me. It's reducing my chances for the future. And you may say, this year, end of fornication tell somebody this is the end of fornication tell the person the pastor is not looking at you but it's you that he's talking about all right okay membership and commitment amen now let me share with you ten types of members ten types hey sorry ten types of people who come to church now you must find out this year which one you belong to amen now there are two groups Another types of people who come to church the first group are visitors and the second group are six types of visitors number one a browser a browser somebody who is just scanning as it were is that not so visiting and scanning I, I want to see what lighthouse has to offer so maybe as you came to church today you are analyzing me and you are saying oh the guy is a bit youthful uh, he does not stay at one place when he's preaching ah uh, the church is a bit uh, this or that so you are analysing me you are analysing me you are analysing and you are analysing the church alright perhaps you are visiting so from here you may go to another church and then from there you move to another church browsing, Is that what, what is browsing? browsing the internet searching, scanning going through, skimming through surfing you know, you're just going through. So, so you are just, you're just looking through and analyzing me today or analyzing the church. Okay, I like this about them. Oh, this is not bad. Okay, they are prayers. I'll give them 50%. You are giving marks. I sat in a car after church one day and a man gave the pastor 40, 42% or so. And the wife said, oh, how? We'll give him 48 And somebody at the back of the car said, oh, no, give him 70% everybody gave him marks for the day how many marks will you give your bishop today the next type of visitor are the admirers there are people who admire the church they've heard about the church and they visit because they like the church but they are not members of the church you see joining a church is different from liking a church you may like the church but you've not joined there are people who like this church. In fact, there are many people who love Lighthouse Chapel International. They enjoy listening to me preach. I mean, hardly do I go anywhere where somebody doesn't come up to me and shake my hand and, you know, tell me they see me on television. And one person was saying to you, told me on television. You've noticed we are no more on television. Yeah, We are waiting for you to sponsor. <laughs> now, one of the common things that Happens is there are people in Accra at my Lighthouse Chapel, but they—I don't know what reason for what they can't join. But as soon as they go abroad, then they join. So I've been meeting people. I—I was—I was in learning different branches. I said, "When, where, when did you join?" They said, "Oh, I just joined the church three months ago." I said, "So when you were in Ghana, which church did you go to?" So and so and so and so international church. I said, "Really?" So why? Did you not? I mean, continue. To say, oh, I said, Oh, I've made up my mind that if God bless me when I go abroad, I'll join Lighthouse. <laughs> Pastor Joel spoke to me from America. He said to me, One of the common phone calls he gets, he gets phone calls that, is there a lighthouse in this area? It's like McDonald's or whatever, you know. Uh, uh, what do we have anything like that? KFC or um, 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 in Ghana. What do we have in Ghana? A mobile mat. Is there a mobile mat in this area? A shell shop or a mobile mat? Or a Watches seller or a Kellywilly seller. Do you have a local Kellywilly seller? So people ring him and ask, Do you have a lighthouse in this area? And they are not members of the church, but they know about the church. They admire the church. Sometimes they, they sneak away from their churches or wherever, or they just sneak away from home and they come and they visit us and they, they are full of admiration. Sometimes they like what I'm preaching, but but they are not members. You see, there's a difference between liking the church liking me and being a member you can visit a young lady that you like 100 times but it doesn't mean that you are committed to her in fact at a point we want you to say something because the visits are too many now sometimes you have you have have gone too much you have shown so much interest you've come to eat, you've shown that you like the food and you even ask that it should be kept for you for the next day I mean, you had the audacity to request that the balance will be kept for you for tomorrow. (laughs) But you are not committed, and you know in your heart that you will not marry this young lady. One lady said, That's my boyfriend, but I will never marry him. I sleep with him, I do everything with him, but I will not marry him. So you can like, you can admire. And there are people who like. And who admire. Oh, I like the way he preaches, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. The third type of visitor is a critical visitor. Critical. Critical. Now, what do I mean by critical? Somebody who criticizes and memes. You know, there are some people, even whilst I'm preaching, they, they talk under breath. What he's saying is... No, 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 no. This guy, How many have sat by somebody who was like that before, since you were born? As you are preaching, I can sometimes see, sometimes I see, I catch with my eyes. And they laugh. And they laugh. Hey, what he's saying is very serious. So. Hey,
0: right now, the thing has become politics.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> And so there are people who criticize and murmur. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 10, the Bible says, we should not murmur as they murmured, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. So there are people who come, you know, there are people who come to confirm negative things that they think. And just to emphasize, say, I was there myself, I saw it myself. Let me tell you something, dear brother. Don't, if you ever want to be possessed by the devil, then become a critic, a criticizer, if there's such a word, and an accuser. I am going to teach you how you can be fully possessed by the devil. And one of the ways is to be an accuser. Because that is what the devil is. That's his name. To accuse people. So when you are being fully possessed and fully used it's not that you stand there and say hey my name is prince nebuchadnezzar i am from asylum down and no that is not what it means to be fully possessed to be fully possessed is to be an accuser of the brethren and of pastors and of christians and to always point fingers and always have stories to spread and to malign and to dismember and to destroy god's people and god's church you see i am talking about being a member And being committed. And I'm saying that you may like me. Or you may not like me. Or you may like the church. Or you may not like the church. But you see there are people who come. And who are critical. And they are not members. There are even people who admire. And are not members. And I'm saying that whether you are even a member. Or not a member. Be careful about criticizing. Things you do not understand. Wow. I have so many examples flashing through my mind. I just don't know which one to talk about. I heard that the our president went to uh, Togo. I was wondering whether he used the presidential jet. Ah, okay. <laughs> he went on a commercial plane, Ghana Airways. It may be difficult to use something that you've spoken against. <laughs> Is that not so? It may be difficult to use it because you you, you mis- you've spoken against it. So it's like now to go and sit and it's like now you need it, but just here, here. So I'm just, I'm just telling you be careful. As you criticize and you are a critic, you just join and look around and mm. so what is the substance of what he's preaching this uh, morning? So what exactly is he trying to say? Be careful. I remember Reverend Saki When he was in secondary school, really wanted to preach. I mean, he told us this story himself, that's why I'm telling you. Copyright, Reverend Saki. He had a passion, he said he wants to be out there to be in the pulpit and to preach. And one day the preacher who was invited didn't come. And who can preach? And there he was, I will preach. And so he came into the pulpit and he started preaching. I think you had about 30 minutes, eh? 45 minutes. After five minutes, his sermon got finished. Because you see, you can say everything in five minutes. So he started the sermon again. And people will put up with some things when, you know, it's not too much. After another five minutes, the sermon was finished again. So he started again. And the people said, no, in fact... You are finished. (laughs) Retire. Summarize. You know students today will shout, summarize, summarize. So, sometimes you see somebody doing something, it looks so easy. When you actually get there, you say, "Oh!" when you start to hold the Bible, you'll be trembling like that. So don't be don't be a critical person number four a false brother galatians chapter two a false brother or a spy these are the types of people who come to church are you one of these so far galatians chapter two have you found it verse one then after an interval of 14 years i went up again to jerusalem Verse 2, and it was because of a revelation that I went up and I submitted to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. And I did so in private to those who were of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. But not even Titus, who was with me, though he was a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. Verse 4 of Galatians chapter 2, but it was because of the false brethren who had sneaked in. To spy out our liberty, which we have in Jesus Christ, in order to bring us into bondage. Now, the next group of people who come to church are people who are not who are not who are not members, who are not Christians, or who are even Christians and are spies. After the election, I I heard of some people, campus, who who owned up, members of the Christian Fellowship, who are spies. Working for the castle. Christian sisters. Owning up. Nothing to do with these churches. You see, there are people who are planted in churches. Now, when you have a big church, there are always people who are not part of the church who are posted there. So there are people here like that. And it's important for them to go where there is a large gathering of people. To know what is going on standard procedure and especially in a church like ours where we have been drawn unnecessarily into a political situation when we had we just came as a normal church trying to help the community and suddenly the whole thing was turned into something else and I speak against I have consistently spoken against the government the NDC government because I feel I should speak against them and I think that what I'm saying is truth and I speak the truth and somebody summarized my preaching the other day he said something and listen he said there's one thing that in Ghana we are not used to the truth so if somebody says the truth just like that it's almost offensive it's almost offensive we don't like it like that we want it Either not at all or quoted. I was listening to a brother who has pretended that he belongs to a group speaking. He's been pretending, pretending and then I, I spoke with him and he said about his friends whom he has been pretending to be part of. He said it serves them rights Is good. Let them go. I'm very happy. And I said to myself, if they could only hear you, as they walk with you and they talk with you, but in our culture, we don't want the truth. We want people to pretend. And I said, wow. That is what we like. So standard, there are always people around who are spies, who are whatever. Fred Price, a very big church in Los Angeles. One day, I was listening to him preaching. At a point in his sermon... He addressed the CIA and the FBI who were in the church. He said, oh, those of FBI and CIA guys, listen carefully to this part. This, 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 that. He knows that they are there. He knew that they were there. They were there, a standard part of their operations. We went for a meeting some time ago when some pastors were beaten. And all the pastors were gathered there. And I think, I'll, I don't know whether to do Circle somewhere. someone, I, I told them that there are people here who are not pastors. And there are people here who are just spies, coming to hear what decision we'll take. So when I finished saying that, Bishop Duncan William stood up and he spoke and he addressed the group, and he said even there will be people, there are people here who are not Christians and even pastors who are, what we say here, they will well take it straight away. And I just us, you see with experience, you know that these people are, despised. ask the person next to you, brother, are you one of those false brothers who's sitting by me? Ha! One day, one day somebody somebody pointed out to me one of these one of these people in the church. You won't believe it. She looked just like this. Stand up. Nice. Are are you you a spy? Look at this one. Stand up, the spies will stand up. Just like this. Stand. Just like this. Could, you could have been an idiot. And they were speaking in tongues. And, and they're members of ministries. Part, Arise and shine. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't for the least fraction of a second ever think that this person is not really part of us. Not even for half a second. I couldn't believe it. So I was just looking at the person. Hey, hey. Okay, spies, you may sit down. Sorry, you are not spies. They are not spies. They are genuine. Hello, Anna. Huh? That's right. So, you as a church member, if you know somebody is a spy or somebody is a false brother, it's your duty to come and tell me. And if you don't tell me, you are one. You are a collaborator. I've had people showing me people who require recording whilst I'm speaking. They buy my tapes and go and play it. I once preached a message. You cannot wash your hands. Remember, you can't wash your hands. You can't wash your hands. And say the thing is not you, it's you. They took it. Shortly after that, and the walls were broken. Anyway. So, spies, ask the person next to you: are you a browser, an admirer, a critic, or a spy? regularly but they are not part of us they've never registered as members they are sort of they are sort of stuck in their browsing it has become a longer browse they've been around for some time and they can't sort of go and they can't sort of leave and they can't sort of come in properly so they are they are what i call regular They, they visit maybe in a month they will come three times or maybe in a month they will come twice or maybe once or month anytime the occasion to go to church let me visit lighthouse again and they've been visiting for years but we, we, we don't have them as registered members of the church the next group is professional visitors professional visitors now let's turn to Job chapter 1 Job if you want to find Job just go to Psalms and just before Psalms you have Job Job chapter 1 There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless, upright, fearing God and turning away from evil. Verse 6 of Job chapter 1. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, from roaming about on the earth and walking around on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Amen. Now notice, notice what verse is that? From where have you been? Verse 7. Everybody notice what does it say in verse? Eight? Let's all read verse 7 together. Ready, go. To and fro and up and down. There are some people who are professional visitors. Now, when I say professional, you'll find out that they have visited so many churches. They are not stable in one particular church. And their behavior pattern is just like Satan or an immature Christian. Because where was Satan? What was his movement like? To and fro, to and fro, to and fro, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. They've been a little in Winners Chapel, then after that, they were beaten in Central Gospel. Then they went to Lighthouse for a while. Then after that, they went to Action. That's after they went to Church of Pentecost. That's after that, they went to Presby. After that, to AME Zion, and so on and so on. Catholic. And they never ever settle in any one place. And you can find them moving. And when I say professional, you realize that not that they just visit. Like when I say they are browsing, it's like they are looking. But these people are not looking. There are people who come and visit you for a season. Then they go and visit another one for a season. Because I see that Bishop Dagiwood Mills is emphasizing on this. So now I want to realize, I've realized that Reverend Institute has opened a church in Accra. I'm also going to his place for the next six months. And when you look into their life they are not scanning or browsing but they are professional church visitors belonging nowhere. And there are a lot of people like that. in fact, most charismatic churches originally grow by professional visitors we've been here uh, recently one of our pastors went to one of the churches down the road and when he went there the person who was taking him around showing him around the building was a, a, one of our former church members and i also came across somebody in our church who was also a former member of another church and you realize that this is like fishermen in a, uh, in the sea this one fish, he catches this fish and says, okay, I don't like this one. He throws it out. Then suddenly we hear a shout from another boat. They've also caught the same fish, which was thrown out from that boat. And after a while they throw it out and another boat catches it. So really the churches are not growing. They are just redistributing their members. And you will never grow and never really benefit until you become a real member of a church. And it is time for you to go away from visiting. Let me tell you, it's a very bad thing. A man who is able to decide that I will marry this woman is a respectable man. Because we are all men. We all see beautiful women. When we marry, it's not because we feel that there's no other beautiful woman left in the world to see. Not at all. Not at all. There are a lot of beautiful people. There are lots and lots and lots of be- I mean, God's creation is very Beautiful. Marriage does not mean that the beautiful people are finished. Marriage does not mean the handsome men are, are finished in town. Marriage means I am committed to this one. And there are some men like that. They chat this one up a little. I love you, baby. I want to sleep with you. I'll come and sleep in your house this evening. Will you allow me? You allow, okay? I'll come in the evening. They come. They go here. Then they go to this one then they go to that one and they go to and now they have so many young ladies whose hearts are broken a trail of broken hearts even in the church a trail of broken hearts how many would like to marry such a person unless you are the last one on his train but you realize that such a person is not a responsible person he's not that is why i didn't know before i got married you know, when I got married, people, people were saying, you know, to be married is an honorable thing, and to be married means that you are respectable and you are a responsible person. I didn't know that that is, I mean, I didn't know. I just felt, oh, me, I wanted to marry. I wanted to be married for various reasons. I felt that I, I need to be married now. I didn't want any problems. But others were also saying it in another light like that to be married is a respectable, responsible person, and I've come to see that it is true. It is people who don't want to be committed to anything. They keep scanning. You see them growing older and older. They don't want to marry. They say, I'm still looking here. You are looking for what? What are you looking for again? Browsing, browsing, scanning. And you are now a regular visitor to this sister's house. You eat there. You know how her granite soup tastes like. You know how her stew is like. You know how her jollof rice. And then after visiting for a while, you go to another one dangerous And there are some ladies like that as well. I was reading a, a story, another uh, story of this lady in, in Cameroon. When she developed HIV, she said, "I'm going to sleep with I don't know I'm going to sleep with everybody I can sleep with." before she, she died. She slept with three, about 350 people, and she wrote everybody's name in her diary. And you know, you know the comment she made. She said that it was, I think, one or two—only one out of these three hundred people ever even suggested the issue of marriage. And she wrote it in bitterness of all this, All she stuff with all the doctors in the hospital. She was a nurse. All the doctors, lab technicians. So when they were at the her funeral, they were thinking about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Because all their names were in the in the diary. Because people had been browsing her all the time. They had been browsing her, browsing, browsing. So 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 when people come to browse, she said you want to browse, come and browse. (laughs) And you can come and browse tomorrow as well. She would tell them you come tomorrow, come the day after, come and browse. Bo, you will see fire, you see fire. <laughs> uh, you don't want to mind. Even marriage, wedding, and gay, you won't mention, you just want to sleep with me. Come, come and browse. So 350 people browsed. They say at, at the funeral, the place was very solemn. <laughs> The professors, the surgeons, the physicians, everybody has had a browse. Why don't you join the church instead of browsing the church? Is it fair to just be using a church to browse? Be committed. I said be committed. I said be a registered member and your life will never be the same. Our time is up. We have how many more to go? for more. So next week we are going to, but let me just give you the list. First, the next person type of member, type of person is a registered member. Now you become a member by filling a membership form in the church. That that lets us know that you are registered. The next type of member which is number eight is an active member. And that is a person who is a member of the church and has become active in a group in the ministry you've joined remember the poor you've joined something or you are involved you come during the week etc that is an active member then the ninth type of person who comes to church are you there are you with me is a committed member committed and a committed member is someone who pays his first and best when you don't pay your first and best you are not a committed member amen and we are going to go into that And if you don't pay your tithes you are not committed you don't belong and the last type is a prodigal member we'll talk about that but if you pay your tithes then you really belong and you're not a bad person the Bible says that evil woman she eats and she wipes her lips and she says I've done no evil many years ago I took a car with some people and I was just being introduced to bad things and these people took us, and when we, when we were coming from Circle to Achimota, and when we got there, they said to us, they said to me, when the car stops, get down and walk fast. Meanwhile, they had collected my money from me to pay the, the guy. So I didn't know what, what, what is get down and walk fast. I didn't, they couldn't say it in the car because the driver was taking us there. So when we got to the place, very dark place, the guy opened the door, and I was also sitting in the middle. When I looked to my left, I realized a guy was sitting by me. Not only was he walking fast, but he was running very fast. And so I got out of the car and began to run for my own life as well. And everybody fled that car and left that poor driver who had helped us, blessed us, taken us to that place. We convinced him that he's, he's going to be blessed as he follows us was it fair but that is how you are when you come to church you come and you are blessed by the church we need a church we need a church when we are getting married. we need a church when there's a situation where life goes on. we need a church we need a pastor we want to be prayed for we want to be preached we need the Word of God and then we run off out of the car flee without looking back not even thinking of the cost of taking the car to that place and that's why I say that We didn't belong in that car because we weren't going to pay. If you are the driver, see me after, I'll give you the money. It's just from circle to achimota. Amen. (laughs) But that's 20 years ago. But I'm saying that you don't belong if you come and you just wipe your mouth and you walk out. It's not fair. Decide to be committed in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Shall we bow on our heads for a moment, please? Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Can, can we just, very quickly, please, we just want to end this, at uh, this point. If you are here this morning, and perhaps you've come to church, you visited, you browsed the church, and so on, but now you want to be a member maybe you've been visiting regularly but you want to register you want to be a member and say this is my church from today i'm not just going to come to the church without even talking about being a member like that lady said they wouldn't even talk about marrying me i just wanted to use me today if you want to be a member and maybe you've been coming but today you want to take a decision pastor i want to be a member just raise up your right hand quickly and i'm going to pray with you and you want to be a member of the church maybe you've been coming but you want to decide this morning to be a member can you just lift up your hand quickly all right i see your hand i see your hand okay i see your hand lift it up high wherever you are i'm going to pray i did this i'm doing it i will do this particular offer for this month after that i will not do it anymore just to help people to you know who want to just take decision be committed and be members of the church i know people come but they are not really committed they're not really member i want to give you that opportunity upstairs at the back wherever you are i want to be a member i want to be a member i want to take that decision today it's a good decision to take at the beginning of the year lift up your hand all right if you want to be part of that group okay god bless you now all those who've lifted your hand please come to me here and i'm going to pray with you and reverend saki is going to have a short discussion please bring your bag bring your bible whatever just come reverend saki is waiting for you right here on stage god bless you sir just come come from wherever from upstairs from the back i want to be a member of this church i want to be a member of this church i want to be a member of this church i've been coming i've been browsing i've been visiting i've been fellowshipping but i want to be a member of the church come all the way to the front from upstairs come very quickly please we want you to be members you are going to find that it's a good thing to be a member of the church hallelujah all right let's pray father thank you for these ones that have come all the way uh, to be members of this church Uh, bless them Lord Uh, keep them Lord let them be established in your kingdom like never before in the mighty name of Jesus amen Amen. now this is Reverend Saki He's going to be those of you coming from upstairs come so many more people coming come 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 now this is Reverend Saki he's going to be your father in the church are you glad to have Reverend Saki as a father in the church amen so he's going with you downstairs to the basement for two minutes and then you'll come right back upstairs all right so go with reverend saki right now put your hands together for all these new members amen now before you sit down close your eyes again for a moment if you are here you want to be born again you want to give your life to jesus christ raise up your right hand at this very moment and i'm going to pray with you also I want to be born again I want to give my life to Jesus Christ lift it up high okay if you've lifted your hand come to the front you, If you want to give your life to Jesus come all right God bless you my sister anybody else anybody else who want to give your life to Jesus come quickly please God bless you my sister I want you to go with a uh, pastor right here he's gonna pray with you pastor big daddy all right okay God bless you you may be
0: seated